Acts chapter number 27. I believe this is a very familiar passage of Scripture to each of you. And in fact, I believe we've preached here a time or two before, but the uh, Lord's laid a thought or two on our heart here tonight. And you give me just a few moments and we'll be down out of the way. I feel like the Lord has kind of changed things around perhaps and we won't be long. I promise we won't be long before you, but I just want to share what the Lord has shared with us and and we'll be down. Acts chapter number 27. And I want to begin reading in verse number 27. Acts 27 and verse 27. It says, But when the fourteenth night was come, as we were driven up and down in Adria, about midnight the shipmen deemed that they drew near to some country, and sounded and found it twenty fathoms. And when they had gone a little far further, they sounded again, and found it fifteen fathoms. Then fearing lest we should have fallen upon rocks, they cast four anchors out of the stern and wished for the day. And as the shipmen were about to flee out of the ship, when, when they had let down the boat into the sea under collar as though they would have cast anchors out of the fourth ship, Paul said unto the centurion, and to the soldiers, except these abide in the ship, ye cannot be saved. Then the soldiers cut off the ropes of the boat and let her fall off. Our Father, Lord in heaven, God, as we bow in your name tonight, Lord, we're certainly honored to open up your scripture today. Thankful, Lord, for the reading of your word. Father, we're thankful, Lord, for the beautiful singing. Thankful, Lord, for your sweet spirit that we've already felt here tonight. Father, we pray, God, that you administer to each and every one under the sound of our voice, wherever they may be. Father, we pray, God, that you just meet with them. God, that your presence would be known. And Father, we pray tonight, Lord, that you'd help us. God, that you take this stammering tongue. Help us to preach just for the next few moments in the power of your Spirit. And God, we give you all glory. We give you all praise and all honor. And it's in the name of Jesus we pray. And amen. Now, in the context of our Scripture tonight, we know that Brother Paul uh, is in a great storm. We know that they had set out over across the Mediterranean Sea there, and I believe that they were headed towards Rome. Now, during this time, Paul was, was a prisoner. He was in, he was in uh, under uh, the, the, the rule of the Romans there, and they had him, had him as a prisoner, and they was headed towards Rome. But we know that the Bible states and declares that there was a great uh, a storm that arose. And Paul had actually given warning before they had even set sail uh, from uh, over across the Mediterranean Sea there. He, he had even given them forewarning, he himself being warned by the Spirit of God that if we set sail, there's going to be great harm, there's going to be great damage to the ship. And, and that just exactly what had happened. And they despised Paul. They didn't hearken to the words of Paul. And they set sail. Now the, we understand and know that on the 14th day, in that first verse that we read there, it talked about the 14th night. And what I understand that to be, that tells me that they had, they had not seen the sun. They had not seen the stars for a period of about 14 days. In other words, that was their compass. That was their, their, their uh, uh, line of sight, if you would. That's how they navigated uh, back in those days. In other words, they had no idea where they were. They were just kind of drifting and lost at sea, if you, if you will. And, and they had lost all, all sense of direction. And maybe it had seemed like they had lost all hope, if you will. Now notice this. 
We, we see that they had dropped the four anchors in hopes that they might not hit the rocks. And we understand and see that there was a, a few of the soldiers, no doubt there was a, a little boat there, uh, perhaps a lifeboat, if you will, on the side of that ship that they were in. And we understand that those soldiers, a few of those soldiers were going to cut the ropes and let the little boat down and they were going to climb in that boat themselves and they were going to escape, uh, trying to escape the shipwreck, if you will. But I believe as Paul uh, was, was silent during this time, but, but, but he looked up and seen what was taking place and he speaks up and says, unless these abide on the ship, they cannot be saved. Now could you imagine, now the, 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 when these Roman soldiers had to come to terms with what Paul was saying, they was thinking in their minds, well, well, do we go ahead and do what we know what we need to do to save ourselves, or do we listen to this man? And I could imagine as they took those knives and they cut those ropes and let the ropes fall and watched that little boat hit the sea. Could you imagine what was going through their minds? No doubt they might have been thinking, well, we're, we've come to the end of our rope. And I want to preach on that tonight when we've come to the end of our rope. You ever heard that term tonight? Maybe you've heard somebody say, I've come to the end of my rope. And what that means, it means that uh, maybe all hope is lost. It, mean, it means simply means that, that we, we can't go no farther. It simply means that, that we, we, we're about to give up. We're about to throw in the towel. You ever just want to wave the white flag and give up and lay down and just walk away from it? You've come to the end of your rope. And I want to preach on that tonight. You think about an animal as they would maybe tie up that animal to a tree somewhere and he would have a leash or a rope or a chain on it and there was only a certain limit that he can come to, he's come to the end of the rope. And no doubt there's times in our lives, there's, no, there's times in my life, there's times in your life when we've come to the limits of what we can do. We've come to the end of the rope. Now you think about this. It simply means that we've ran out of options. We don't know what to do. We don't know where to turn. Don't know what, uh, what, what to do about it. We've come to the end of our rope. And it seems like all hope and all all always lost but you know i believe this i believe that the bible declares that god himself is our refuge god himself is our strength god himself is our help and i believe this tonight even when we didn't realize it even when we thought that that we was all out there alone and deserted and and gone out on our own you think about this God Himself, I believe, was there all the time. Even when we did not recognize it, and even when we did not even know, God was still there. And I thought about, you know, it's been those times when God has sustained me. It's been those times when God has sustained you. When we feel like we've come to the end of our rope. Feels like we've done all that we can do. Seems like we can't take another step farther. We've come to the very limits of it, the very edges of it, and we know that God is going to help, and God is going to sustain us and you know I thought about this I was thinking about in the day and time that we live in I understand that the United States of America over the course of a year over the course of 12 months I believe that they uh, sell uh, sell uh, I believe it's 11 billion dollars worth of antidepressants you tell me that a lot of people have not come to the end of their robes. You think about this. When every bare joint is full on any given night, a lot of people have come to the end of their rope. When suicide is at an all-time high, guess what? 
a lot of people have come to the end of the rope. When they take the knives and the blades and they be, begin to cut themselves and, and harm themselves, guess what? They've come to the end of the rope. You think about that tonight. And, and my goodness, you think, you think about the drug dealer. And how that he can't supply the drugs fast enough for the drug user and for the addicts. You think about it. People have come to the end of their rope. You think about it. It seems like they, they, there's no other option. They, they can't go no farther and they've come to the end of their rope. You know, even, even as Christians, you think about it. There's times when it's not always going to be a bed of roses. It's not always going to be uh, just smooth sailing. There's times when we're going to come to the end of our rope. There's times when, when it seems like all hope is lost and we can't take another step farther. We can't go another day. You think about it tonight. We've come to the end of our rope. And you know, it seems like it will never get better. And you know, I'm convinced today that there's some under the sound of my voice tonight. Maybe you're sitting in your vehicle tonight. Maybe you're listening by Facebook or wherever you may be at tonight. Maybe you've come to the end of your rope. Maybe you've done ready to throw in the towel. Maybe you're ready to, to wave the white flag and say, I'm giving up. There's no hope in going any farther. You've come to the end of your rope. Now you think about that. I thought maybe there's one here tonight that they're hanging on by a thread. You think about that. And it's that thread that simply got them up this morning. They didn't want to, didn't feel like it, but that thread got them out of bed this morning. That thread got him to the shower and got him cleaned up this, mo this morning. That thread got him out the door and got him to their vehicle this morning. You think about it. They didn't want to, didn't feel like it. And that thread got him to the vehicle. That thread got him to the parking lot. That thread got him to the house of God tonight. Listen tonight. I'm here to tell you I've got good news for you. When it seems like you've come to the end of your rope, there is hope at the end of your rope tonight. Jesus is the answer for all your problems that you may face in this life. There is hope at the end of your rope tonight. Now I want you, I want to share you just a couple of things uh, and, and we'll be done. But I believe that we need to allow the Holy Ghost of God to minister to us through His Holy Spirit. And I believe that we can find strength. I believe that we can find comfort and find help. And I want to give you an example tonight and I won't be long, maybe just one. You give me just a few more minutes and I'll be done. But I was reading... In Mark, I believe it's in Mark chapter number 4. And maybe there was some there in Mark chapter number 4. You'll find that I believe they was ready to quit. I, in fact, I believe they had already quit. I believe they had done throw it in the towel. They had done everything that they knew to do. They had come to the end of their rope. And you think about the disciples there. Jesus uh, was, got in the ship with the 12 disciples. And He said, let us depart or pass over to the other side. You know what that tells me? That they were the same as there. Jesus said, let us pass over to the other side. It was as if they was already there. But the Bible says they got out in the middle of the sea. Guess what? There arose a great storm of wind and the waves began to rise and began to beat over the side of the ship. And I believe that those disciples begin to get scared. They begin to get worried. No doubt they fought. They struggled. They done all that they could do. Try to get that vessel back under control. But because of the wind and the waves was contrary, I believe they was ready to throw in the towel. I believe they 
was ready to give up. You know what? They had come to the end of the rope. They couldn't go no farther with it. They had done all that they could do. You know what they done? They went and found Jesus. You know, Jesus, the Bible says that Jesus was asleep. And they found him. They, wake, they woke him up. And they said, Lord, carest thou not that we perish. But you know what? Let me, you think about that. If the disciples and, and only people on that boat were those 12 disciples and Jesus. The Bible says that the disciples went to Jesus and woke him up. So who was driving the boat? They had done given up. They had done all that they knew to do. They couldn't do no more. They thought, what's the use? We can't even control this thing. And you know what? I believe that's what Jesus is waiting for. Sometimes you know what we need to do is back away from it, take our hands off of the wheel, take our hands off of the stern, and let Jesus have control of it tonight. But you know Jesus woke up, and he, they woke him up, and he said, Oh, ye of little faith. Is that not what he said? And he gets up. He goes over there to the bow of that ship. Could you imagine? Now listen, I believe when Jesus woke, walked up out of there and walked over to the bow of that ship, could you imagine the wave, the great waves that was coming up? Could you imagine the wind that was blowing? There wasn't a bird singing. The, the, the trees were lapping from one side to the other. Could you imagine the great storm that was there? But I believe that Je there was three words that Jesus spoke there that day. You think about it. Jesus said, Peace be still. And I believe when Jesus spoke those words, there was a great calm that come over that place. Could you imagine the, the waves that were several feet high at that time as they laid down and it looked like a sheet of glass. Could you imagine the birds begin to sing, the birds begin to fly, and I believe there was a gentle breeze and, and the trees were waving back and forth and shouting hallelujah to the Lord of God. You think about that tonight and you think about what Jesus did. Peace be still. But you ever think who Jesus was speaking to when He said those three words? Was He speaking to the wind? Was He speaking to the waves? Or was He speaking to the twelve men that was about ready? In fact, they had done quit. They had done given up. They had done come to the end of their rope. Enough's enough. We can't do no more. Who was Jesus speaking to? Now let me just say this. By the power of God's Word, and we know that God, that Jesus was present in creation. There was nothing made that was made without Christ. He was there at the very beginning. He was present during creation. So you think that the power of His Word, we know that everything that you and I see was spoken into existence by His Word. And could you imagine as Jesus stood out on the very bow of that boat, and I believe in the very presence of the Lord Jesus. You remember, uh, you remember the, the, the colt sass that Jesus went down to and He set up on. Never a man been on it before. And you know what? Not one time did that, did that colt offer to buck Him off. You know what? I believe Jesus had authority about Him that no man ever had. Could you imagine? In other words, what I'm trying to say, I believe there's times when Jesus don't even have to speak. To, you think about to the elements. Let me just say this. The wind knows who Jesus is. The waves knows who Jesus is. And I believe just by Him standing out on the bow of that ship, I believe that the, the waves begin to lay down. And I believe by His presence just standing out on the bow of that ship, I believe the wind begin to die down. But I believe when Jesus... Could you imagine? 
My goodness, I thought about that and I was thinking about those boisterous waves as they overcome that boat and Jesus stood out on the bow of that. I believe maybe one wave looked over to the other and said, Hey, I know who He is. He walked. He walked on me just the other day. And could you imagine the wind that blew by? Hey, yeah, I know who He is. You think about that. It was a some time back that he came down in a whirlwind and received Elijah and took him back to the glory world. You think about that. I believe that the winds and the waves knew who Jesus was. So who was he speaking to when he said, Peace, be still. Let me say this. He wasn't speaking to the wind and the waves. He wasn't speaking to the elements. But I believe he was looking at his children tonight. I believe he was looking at the children that had lost hope. I believe he was looking at the children that had come to the end of the rope and said, we've thrown in the towel. We've done quick. We've given up. And I believe that he spoke peace. Be still to them. You think about that tonight. Peace, be still. Have you come to the end of your rope? Have you come to the very limits of it and said enough's enough. I can't go no farther. You think about that tonight. And I'm convinced, I'm convinced that the day and time that we're living in, it don't take long. You, you, I mean, we're, we're buffeted on every hand. We're hit coming and going uh, backwards and forwards. We're hit from the side. You think about it. It don't take long for you to get overwhelmed. It don't take long for me to get overwhelmed with the pressures and, and things of life as we know it. Have you come to the end of your rope? I'm going to leave you with this one thing. That's my message. There's hope at the end of your rope. I'm going to leave you with this one thing and I'll be done. In Psalm chapter number 31. And I believe it's verse number 24. The Bible says this. It says, Be of good courage, and He shall strengthen your heart, all ye that hope in the Lord. There's hope at the end of your rope. You may be ready to throw in the towel. You may be ready to walk away from it. You may be ready to quit. You may be ready to wave the white flag and say, I'm giving up. It's over. I can't go no farther. But I want you to know that there's hope in the Lord Jesus tonight. There, you can find strength. You can find comfort. You can find peace. There's hope in the Lord Jesus tonight. I'm going to have Brian and Wendy come back and get us a song of invitation. And I want to encourage you tonight, church. I know some of you is discouraged. I know some of you is down. I know some of you need prayer. I know some of you are perhaps at the end of your rope. Why don't you give it over to the Lord and allow the Lord to have full control of it tonight? You know the best thing that we can do with it? Let me just say this. We can't do it all on our own. I can't do it all on my own. But when I come to terms with it and say I've got to give it to the Lord, that's when things begin to look up. And that's when we begin to see hope and know that there's hope at the end of our rope. You mind the Lord tonight, church.